Welcome to Lefrisian Chronicles, Song of Shadows, a magical audio drama storytelling experience. The show contains swearing, allusions to sexual themes, as well as themes of violence. Thank you, and enjoy this episode of Song of Shadows. A silent melancholy filled the air as the victors traveled up the long, winding marble staircase to the surface of Hull. They lost a total of five people during the attack. Four sirens from the keepers. Two had not been able to recover from the force of the Slua's massive swing, and two had succumbed to their visions of fear. And Shelby. As they reached the top and the open air hit their burnt and tear-stained faces, Kai walked up to stand near Kaelin. Um, hey, Kaelin? Yeah. Do you think we should say something to them? What would we say? I don't know. It's just... They're pretty beat up about all this. As they should be. This was a tough mission. We were lucky enough to survive. Not all of us. Yeah. Not all of us. But we knew what we were getting ourselves into, yeah? Nobody's to blame for this except for that monster down there. What about the monster up here? What? People are dead, Kai. Our people. Because of me. What the hell are you talking about? This was my fault. Again, I ask. What the hell are you talking about? You didn't force us. We did this. We chose to do this because it's something we believed in. I gave the order to search for the missing Lafrisians. I told my team what we had to do. I never gave them a choice. Even if you had, they would have chosen to follow you. And you know that. Not because you're their king. Because you're a good leader. Because you're their friend. (sighs) We're planning to have a siren burial on the shores of King Cardane. Shelby is welcome to be included as an honored Asmarian hero. I think she'd like that. She wouldn't want everyone in Lafrisia to gather around and cry over her. She hated crowds. Thank you, Kai. Of course, brother. Now, uh, I'm gonna go run ahead, get the ship ready to sail, so see you there. She saved us. I know. We wouldn't have survived that fight if we were stuck in those hallucinations. I know. 
She didn't deserve to die. I know. But it's not your fault. Dominic, I- Trust me. I wish I could blame you. I wish I could be mad at you for this, for her death, but I can't because it's not your fault. It's not our fault. She dedicated her life to doing good, making up for all the wrongs her family did. She changed her future. And I know that if she was gonna go out, she'd want it to be while she was saving all our asses. <laughs> You're right about that. We're, uh... We're not gonna be okay for a while. I know. Nix, Orly, and Leslie walked side by side. Shelby's body draped carefully across their arms. Nix's face was stone cold, focused ahead with an icy stare. They made their way quietly across the barren expanse of hull into the ship. Shelby and the four fallen keepers were laid gently on an outstretched canvas on the upper deck. Their ship sailed away from home, away from the destruction. But they knew in their hearts what happened here today would never leave them. They traveled for hours across the dark, calm sea. Silence shrouded them in a blanket of grief. Many people took turns offering words of love and goodbyes to their friends lying on the deck. Near the end of their journey, Orly found a spot near the front and gripped her journal in her hands. Dear Diary, Was it really only three days ago that I lost you? Dominic kept you safe from me. So many things have happened. So much has been learned. And so much has been lost. So much. How much loss is one person able to survive? Because honestly, I, I don't know if we can take much more. Kai has prepared a siren funeral for the Fallen Keepers. And Shelby. Shelby. This seat taken? No, no, uh, of course not. Please. I'm so sorry that you heard that. And I'm sorry that I once ever thought it. I mean, you don't deserve to ever have someone think about you like that. I'm not mad. That creature fed on the worst parts of ourselves. We can't always control the deepest, darkest thoughts we have. Believe me, I... I understand. I did love you, you know. But it wasn't enough. It wasn't the same. But being loved by you is enough. God, it is enough. I could have spent my entire life with you and have been happy. 
perfectly content with our life together. Yeah, me too. But you're right. It wasn't the same. Our love was calm, peaceful, gentle. It, it wasn't like that fire, that unbridled passion, the kind of love that makes your heart skip a beat and makes your chest tight with excitement and anticipation. Orly followed Leslie's eyeline across the ship as she watched Nyx move about the deck. But you have that with Kaylin, don't you? I do. And I know you will too. Maybe sooner than you realize. Leslie diverted her stare and smiled shyly at Orly. <laughs> I have no idea what you mean. Uh-huh, sure you don't. <laughs> Are you going to go back to New York? I tried ignoring who I was once. I don't plan on ever doing that again. Do you think... Do you think it would be okay if I... If I also stayed in Lafrisia? You... You want to stay? Well, if I learned anything from this experience, it's that I... I just wasn't happy where I was. I, I wasn't happy in my job, in that city... But I really think I could be happy there. Lafrisia would be lucky to have you, Leslie. Thank you, Lily. The two locked in a comfortable embrace. Their tears of grief were briefly replaced by tears of joy. Ken Cardane, we're here. heard it before she saw it, the chorus of a beautiful and melancholic melody rising above the sounds of the waves. Orly and Leslie stood and looked out over the expansive sea at the mass of land ahead of them. The beach was filled with people, each one holding a torch. It illuminated the sky and the fire cast a brilliant reflection in the shallow water ahead of them. What is this? A Kincardane funeral. What's that they're singing? A traditional siren song. Most of our songs lure people in. This one says goodbye. It's beautiful. Let's get them onto the lifeboats. 
please. Several hands helped lower the lost individuals onto two lifeboats. And several other hands decorated the boat with tributes of jewelry, notes, trinkets, and other personal belongings. Nyx laid Shelby's bow across her chest and sat her quiver next to her. Dominic propped her head up with a book titled The Lafrisian Guard. Kaelin unsheathed his sword and let the cool blue steel weapon sit parallel to his friend on the small lifeboat. Orly walked forward, folding a small piece of parchment from her journal into a small square. On its side, the words Dear Shelby were written. She carefully placed the note in Shelby's crossed hands and stepped away. On my count, lower! Three, two, one, now! Kai, Avery, and Aaron led the keepers in lowering the lifeboats down into the water as the song from the shores continued to fill the air. Today we lost some incredible people. Selfless warriors who fought for their people and their friends until their last breath. Carmichael, because of your bravery and your sacrifice, tonight we all sing again. Tonight we sing again. Destiny, because of your bravery and your sacrifice, tonight we all sing again. Tonight we sing again. Brayden, because of your bravery and your sacrifice, tonight we sing again. Tonight, tonight, tonight we, we sing, sing again. again. Ophelia, because of your bravery and your sacrifice, tonight we sing again. Aaron placed his hand on Horvath's back as tears stained their cheeks. Tonight, tonight we sing, sing again. again. Shelby. Dominic gripped Nix's hand tightly, and Orly rested her head on Kaylin's stiff shoulder. Because of your bravery and your sacrifice, tonight we sing again. Tonight we sing again. The song swelled as the sirens on the ship joined. Orly noticed even Kaylin was quietly singing along as if the words had been inside him all along. As the ship sailed out into the open water, they began to sink. Orly shot a worried glance at Kai. Don't worry, jailbreak. That's supposed to happen. They stood on the edge of the ship, the siren song filling the air watching as their friends, their family, were set to rest beneath the gentle waves.
You sure you have to leave so soon? Unfortunately. I am king. I should be there. A siren sitting on the throne on Lafrisia. <laughs> Those pure-blood fairies are going to be furious. You better watch out. They might try to overthrow you. They'd have to get through me first. Kaelin is the best king Lafrisia has ever seen. I'm lucky to have him. I mean that. Thank you, Nyx. I'd actually pay good money to see the faces of your precious court when you tell them. The gates are open. You are welcome in Lafrisia anytime. Hey, jailbreak. Uh, thanks. For what? For healing Kaelin's twins, Mark. It would have killed us right then and there if it can tell. Wait, you think that that's what did it? The healing? Well, your protective magic, right? Yeah? Shields are kind of your thing. You shielded him in a certain way. Well, then, you're welcome. Because three years ago, that is exactly what I meant to do. <laughs> God, I'll miss you, Jailbreak. Don't take any crap from my brother. <laughs> I won't. As long as you promise to stop kidnapping people. All right, deal. Are we ready to go? We cannot thank you enough for everything you've done. If you ever need anything from us, please don't hesitate. Same to you. Are you still going to keep Asmar hidden? I think I speak for all of us when I say we're done hiding. Goodbye, brother. I'll see you around, bro. Wait, Orly. Orly turned toward the tree line the voice had come from, and saw her aunt walking toward them. Margot, I'm so glad you came to say goodbye. I couldn't let my niece leave without hugging her one last time. This won't be the last time. I promise. I'm going to hold you to that. Visit us anytime you'd like. You too. I love you, dear. Your mother would be so proud of the woman you are today. The woman you are. I know that. Thank you. Tell Phil, uh, my grandfather, that I hope that you two can come visit me and we can talk. I think he'd like that. I'll see you soon, Orly. Yes, you will. <sighs> We're up and running. Don't be a stranger. With tearful smiles and heartfelt goodbyes, the guard walked through the bright blue portal on the beach and back to Lafrisia. Moments later, they found themselves standing on a cliff's edge, overlooking Hololight. Nix and Dominic embraced in a side hug and smiled sadly. It won't be the same without her. She'd be furious if it was. Yeah. <laughs> I never told her how much I respected her. She knew. Yeah. This is... going to hurt for a while. Yeah. Just the way she liked it. Oh. Your Majesty? 
debrief? Tomorrow. It can all wait until tomorrow. Come on, Nix. Let me treat you to Shelby's favorite drink. Do you even know how to get to the pub, Dominic? Yes, I've been. Once. <laughs> okay. Okay. Give me a minute, though. Uh. Leslie? Yeah? We'll give you two some space. I... I feel like I should explain some of the things you might have heard. Specifically about you. From the slower. You, you don't need to explain. I'd like to. I uh, think you're pretty great. You've, um, oh God. You're brave and smart and, um, you're going back to New York. So I just wanted to say it was really nice meeting you. <laughs> Nix, I'm not. Huh? I'm, I'm not going to go back to New York. You're not? Nope. Oh. <laughs> oh? I mean, that's great. Is it? Do you think it is? <laughs> How about you buy me a drink and we can decide if it's great or not? <laughs> Deal. <laughs> Come on already. I want to see Colton. We're coming. Ellie, Kaylin, you want to come? We'll join you in a little bit. Go ahead without us. Well, don't be long. I can't promise we'll have any appetizers left when you get there. Appetizers? I thought we were drinking. You should not drink on an empty stomach, Nix. As Nix, Dominic, and Leslie traveled down the cliff toward Hololight, Kaylin moved to sit on the ground. Orly followed suit, bringing her knees to her chest and watching Kaelin's worried face tighten as he glanced at the space around them. What's going on in that head of yours? This is where we first arrived in Lafresia. Do you remember? <laughs> it is. Wow. You know, I was pretty sure I was going to throw up in that bush right there. <laughs> God, it seems like a lifetime ago. This was also where I came in the nightmare. The one from the Slua? Yeah. You can tell me if you want to. I don't want to, but I need to. This cliffside was covered in graves. All the people I care most about, all dead. You, Nix, Dom. Shelby. And it was my fault. All of it. Gods, I'm no better than Arson. Don't say that. Arson was a monster. A murderer. Shelby died because of me. No, she died protecting you. Protecting all of us. You want to know how you and Arson are different? 
people around him died because they trusted him and he failed them. People trust you and you prove that you're worthy of that trust every single day. You are not arson and you never could be. I love you, Orly. And I love you, Kaelin Quowas. I saw you in my nightmare. Should I be offended? <laughs> no, uh, you went off into the great unknown with my parents. Without me. Leaving me... completely alone. You will never be alone, Orly. I know that. Did your parents tell you about it when you saw them? The great unknown, as you put it. Not really. They didn't have much time. Oh, but uh, my dad did tell me to say something to you. He did? Yeah, um, he wanted me to tell you... Yes? He said that. He said yes. Yeah. <laughs> What was he talking about? <laughs> oh, Luke. Thank you. Wait, what does that mean? Come here. Kaylin stood and pulled Orly up onto her feet and led her toward the cliff's edge. Kaylin, what is going on right now? Lafresia isn't my home. Asmar isn't my home. I've been trying to feel like I belong my entire life, wondering why I've never felt like I fit in. That's because my home was never Asmar, or Lafresia. Orly, my home was you. And I have a very important question to ask you. Kaelin lowered himself down onto one knee. Kaelin, what are you doing? What, what are you, what are you doing? Will you just let me do this? Sure. From his satchel, he produced a small golden box. Orly smiled at him. <sighs> Kaylin, are, are you? <laughs> I'm getting there. Uh, sorry. <laughs> you go. He lifted the lid of the box to reveal a beautiful ring of braided golden bands. Sitting atop it, a dark gray stone that swirled with specks of starlight. Orly's eyes welled with tears. I had planned to give this to you a long time ago. I am hopelessly yours, Orly. That was the truth the moment we sat on this cliff for the first time, and it's the truth now. Will you, Orly Faye Sharp, do me the honor of being my queen? Orly squealed and rushed into his arms, knocking them both off balance. And falling to the ground. <laughs> Is that a yes? <laughs> yes, yes, forever. Yes. Orly held his head in her hands and kissed him. His arms wrapped around her waist and held her in place. Orly could swear she heard Shelby somewhere yelling for them to get a room. Here. Give me your hand. Orly extended her hand and watched through tear-filled eyes as he slid the golden band around her ring finger. Once it was in place, he trailed kisses up from her hand to her arm until they both stood and he found her lips again. Come on, 
Let's go home. Together, they turned and walked hand in hand toward the rest of their adventure. Thank you for listening. Today's episode was written by Nicole Tuttle and edited by Mariah Clausen and featured the vocal talents of Nicole Tuttle, ML Erhart, Mariah Clausen, Emily Buza, Wes Haas, Adagil Stewart, Brayden Tuttle, Zach Cipriano, Andrew Morrison, and Lisa Marie Lee. This episode was sound designed and edited by Catherine Stanley, along with Mariah Clausen, Griffin Coldron, and Megan Peugeot, featuring the music of John Bartman. And I'm Erica Harmon. Want to stay up to date on all things Lafrisian Chronicles? Follow our social media for more information about upcoming episodes at Lafrisia Audio on Twitter. If you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting site and leave a review. Until next time, listeners. <laughs>